Good afternoon, I'm Denise Nsai, and here's a quick roundup of news you need to know. The U.S. Congress blocks an attempt to overturn Joe Biden's victory in Arizona after a violent mob stormed Capitol Hill in a brazen effort to keep President Donald Trump in office. The U.S. Senate voted 93-6, to 6, upholding Biden's win. At least four Republican senators who said they would object to the election results changed their minds following the riots. When I arrived in Washington this morning, I fully intended to object to the certification of the electoral votes. However, the events that have transpired today have forced me to reconsider, and I cannot now in good conscience object to the certification of these electors. America is a divided country with serious differences, but it is still the greatest country on earth. There can be no disagreement that upholding democracy is the only path to preserving our republic. Joe Biden, I've traveled the world with Joe. I hoped he lost. I prayed he would lose. He won. He's the legitimate president of the United States. I cannot convince people, certain groups, by my words, but I will tell you by my actions that maybe I, among any, above all others in this body, need to say this. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are lawfully elected and will become the president and the vice president of the United States on January the 20th. The lower chamber also voted against the measure 303 through 121. Before the vote, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi condemned the mayhem at the Capitol. We know that we're in difficult times, but little could we have imagined the assault that was made on our democracy today. To those who strove to deter us from our responsibility, you have failed. To those who engaged in the gleeful desecration of this, our temple of democracy, American democracy, justice will be done. The crisis in Capitol Hill erupted after Trump told his supporters to march to Congress as part of its desperate, desperate attempt to overturn his loss. Clashes broke out as they entered the building, breaking windows and looting offices. At least four people died in the most damaging attack on the U.S. Capitol in recent history. An unprecedented assault to the U.S. democracy. That's how U.S. President-elect Joe Biden caused the crisis at the Capitol, which was aimed at blocking the certification of his election victory. Biden says Trump's baseless election fraud claims led to the violence. He calls on Trump to stop the chaos he started. Let me be very clear. The scenes of chaos at the Capitol do not reflect a true America, do not represent who we are. What we're seeing are a small number of extremists dedicated to lawlessness. This is not dissent. It's disorder. It's chaos. It borders on sedition. You've heard me say before in different contexts, the words of a president matter no matter how good or bad that president is. At their best, the words of a president can inspire. At their worst, they can incite. So President Trump, step up. 
Looking ahead, Biden says he will work hard to restore decency at the White House, which he said was lost during Trump's four years in office. The work of the moment and the work of the next four years must be the restoration of democracy, of decency, honor, respect, the rule of law, just plain, simple decency, the renewal of the politics. It's about solving problems, looking out for one another, not stoking the flames of hate and chaos. As I said, America is about honor, decency, respect, tolerance. That's who we are. That's who we've always been. I am not concerned about my safety, security, or the inauguration. I am not concerned. The American people are going to stand up and stand up now. Enough is enough is enough. Several social media platforms temporarily locked the accounts of U.S. President Donald Trump following the riots on Capitol Hill. Twitter says Trump's account is locked for 12 hours over what it describes as repeated and severe violations. It also required the removal of some of Trump's tweets and threatened to permanently suspend Trump's account if he continues to violate its policies. Facebook and Instagram also followed suit as they announced they will block Trump's pages from posting for 24 hours. Facebook and YouTube have also taken down a video of Trump making baseless claims of election fraud. Tech companies have been under pressure to police information on their platforms. No backyard home, Philippine Foreign Affairs Secretary Teodoro Loxin Jr. is confident the U.S. can survive the attacks to its democracy. For him, the U.S. can cope with a civil disturbance and fight wars on three fronts and still come out the winner. Malacanang is also closely monitoring the developments in the U.S. Ang importante lang ngayon ay masiguro na walang Pilipino po na uh, mapapasama dyan sa gulong na yan at uh, inatasan naman po talaga ang ating mga embahada ang, at ang ating consular office sa Washington DC na magmonitor at ibalita kaagad kung meron pong nasaktan or nadawit na mga Pilipino dyan. In other news, pushback from the opposition over the House of Representatives' plan to resume deliberations on charter change. Vice President Robredo's office calls it a waste of time when the Philippines is struggling to address the threat of COVID-19 as well as, as its impacts to the economy. Senate Minority Leader Franklin Drilon shares a similar sentiment and says raising such a discussion during tumultuous times is a sin. He guarantees the upper chamber's minority bloc will oppose any move to change the constitution. Malacanang, for its part, distances itself from the revival of cha-cha deliberations in Congress. President Duterte's spokesman, Harry Roque, says lawmakers do not need the blessing of President Duterte to reignite efforts to change the 1987 constitution. And those are the latest news at this hour. Stay tuned for more news on Top Story at 5. Keep it here on the ABS-CBN News Channel.